This week, we give our review and reactions to Star Wars Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun, whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com. I'm Andy. And I'm Shannon. Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. That was... uh, (laughs) Do that again. Sunshine State of Mind. Where'd you get that from? I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I was just... It's like we were just saying um, that... I'm. We're both big Rhett and Link fans, and they have a, a podcast where they sit, and they always say from the ra- uh, you the know, round table of dim, yeah, dim lighting this week at the round table of dim lighting, and our table is round, and since it's we're not of, since we're not filming, the lighting has been very dim. It has been dim, <laughs> so it makes me want to talk like this, you know. <laughs> and when you do enough of these, you just I feel like I have to spice up the way I introduce myself sometimes you can't say welcome to sunshine state of mind the same way every time or else people will think that you're a robot um well the intro the intro is recorded remember we used to we used to do that's a robot we did (laughs) that is a robot we did the intro live after a while and then you i think every we kept saying over and over we really just need to record this just so we can just get into it yeah exactly because it was a lot i've been meaning to re-record that or change it or update it slightly and i keep forgetting that we even have that because you always dump that in before we I don't even dump it in. It's just there. It's just there. Yeah. (laughs) So we just watched a rocket take off. We did. From Cape Canaveral a few minutes ago. We did. Before this. Yeah. Uh, It was a good, it was a good launch. I love the night launches. I just found out about it about two hours ago. I saw something. It was very bright. That uh, showed up on my social meds and it said that there was going to be a Falcon 9 rocket going off tonight from Cape Canaveral and um, the night launches are the best and it was a clear night. So we just went out and watched it and. We live on the other coast. We live on the west coast of Florida, and you could see it like bright as day. Mm-hmm. Just perfect little flame going up. So, so do you think that you sound hip um, when you say social meds? No, I do that because I know it sounds stupid. <laughs> okay. The social meds. I, I say it with uh, I, I, ironically. Ironically? Ironically, yes. I get, do I sound hip? Because I keep doing it if it no, sounds all right. No, you don't. Okay. Um, on the social meds. On the social meds. I'm terrible at social media. I only just... I have to get better at that for this podcast. Like I, I just heard that there's actually like a um, a service that you can pay for to like, I'm sure there's tons of services that you can pay for and maybe we need to do that. But um, anyway, it's just, uh, this is fun for us. That's the key. Right. Like, this is fun and we enjoy it. And anytime like something becomes work, we're like, mm, let's get rid of that. Well, that <laughs> so some people like, it comes natural to, to me to like stop down and think about what I'm going to post out on the world. And it's yeah, just, it's just, it's a I lot. Don't, I don't mind my, my just, I just don't naturally think about doing it. It's a lot. Yeah. Speaking of a lot. A lot. We had a lot of fun on Saturday. We did. And we saw a and lot we, of stuff at Hollywood Studios. And we and we did not get a lot of sleep. We did not get a lot of sleep. <laughs> That's the one thing we did not do a lot of. <laughs> right. But we did get to see Star Wars Rise of the Resistance about a week or so, a week and change after opening. 
Yes. We cannot we could not wait to do this podcast and talk about it because there is a lot to unwrap. There's a lot to go through. And let's just before you start unwrapping and un- and going through all of the of the things, I we just want to preface this with we're going to talk at the beginning of the episode, spoiler free. Spoiler free so first gonna, half. We're going to talk about our reactions, our thoughts. Like what we did that day. What we did that crowd day. Crowd level experience. Right. How, how you know, the whole like waiting in line worked, you know, so that you can kind of know those logistics. I think that's okay to talk about because that's not going to ruin it for anyone. I actually had like a friend, not even a, a, a someone that I work with, um, that she doesn't work in my office. She works out of a different office. Um, she texted me this morning and she's like, how do I get my boarding group? <laughs> <laughs> how do I get- Listen so- <laughs> on Tuesday morning and we'll tell so, you all about it. Yeah. So I, I think that there's some like confusion about that that I want to clear up too. But um, so the first epi- half of the episode, we're going to talk about our experience, our reaction. Reaction um, and emotion without um, yeah, uh, the day without telling leading you exactly up what happens. to the ride. Yep. And then we're going to, we're going to kind of divide the episode in yeah, two. Give you a couple of ads <laughs> and then, um, and then say, okay, from here on out, it's spoilers. If we'll just explain what we saw, what yeah. we thought about what we How, saw, what the ride was like. And if you don't care about that stuff, or if, if you maybe may not be going out there for a while, or just curious to hear what this is all about, then keep listening. But if you are going to be getting out there, and uh, experiencing yeah. this ride pretty soon, or maybe not even pretty soon. Maybe it'll be a year till you're on it, but you just want to go in as spoiler-free yeah. as possible. That's, that's uh, going to be hard. You won't hurt our feelings if you turn no, turn it off all. then, because we were saying that I uh, I kind of had a, a fair idea of what was going to, of the structure of what was going to happen. I didn't. I didn't know what we were going to see. I, I mean, I had heard a few things, probably mostly from you, Um of like kind of the f- like the format, mm-hmm. you know. That's all I knew um, was the format of kind of what was gonna happen. And I think we had seen like from the Tim Tracker, he because he got a preview a while back, but not the whole thing, just parts of it. And he had mentioned something about how you know it's kind of a multimedia ride in a way that like you can do. Like they have you, you know, you walk through some of it, you ride through some of it, you know, that kind of thing. There's really nothing else to compare it to. Like, no, no, no. And that's what I said to someone today actually, yeah. who was asking me, like, what is, what kind of ride is it like? And I'm like, it's, it's not. It's Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, it's it, its own new thing. This is not like any ride I've ever when, ridden before. So like when, um, you know, every now and then there's a big new attraction or a ride that comes out and it just blows your mind and you say, okay... That was a little bit of this and a little bit of that, or that was this yeah. amped up. Like Avatar. You know, you Avatar can easily say is, Avatar is Soren, but done much better. Right. It's the evolution and, of Soren. Yeah, exactly. When uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened up, the Hogwarts ride, um, Forbidden Journey, Harry Potter and the, Forb- Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, right. mm-hmm. uh, people were asking, how would you compare that? And it was like, that was kind of its own thing too, but then you broke it down. It was like, okay, that was a little bit of Haunted Mansion and Soren. Kind of mm. a little bit, a little bit of Haunted Mansion on steroids with, with some Soren thrown in. That's not how I would have um, described it. But this is like its own, its own thing. Yeah. So well, and I feel like Forbidden Journey was kind of its own thing too. Like I can't think of another ride where you're on an arm. No, you it's, know, it's, moving that's around. That's really unique. Yeah, it is a very unique ride. And when it came out, we were blown away. And it still is an t- amazing ride. This like, felt like that time where you were on this new ride that just went, wow. Like, that's wow. I've never seen this That's going to be hard to top. Yeah, exactly. That's going to be hard to top. So we'll so, get into that a little <laughs> bit uh, later on as far as what is hard to top and what we saw. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what they did. So um, we... <laughs> bless you. Sorry. Um, 
So we knew going in ahead of time that people were saying that uh, just huge crowds are showing up before the park is even opening, and they only have limited boarding groups to give out. So we knew, and from what I'd read, and I think we mentioned this last week on the show, that you had to really get to the park before Early. before it opened. Yeah, they were saying sometimes, but an hour before opening they were all out of boarding groups that many people had shown up well and so i was keeping an eye on because someone maybe it was you i don't know somebody said something to me about how they've been opening earlier than their posted time they would even. say they're open at eight and they're opening at seven by surprise well so so all week long they were opening at eight right yep. so and i had been keeping an eye on it and on friday I checked it and it said that they opened at eight and I was like, okay. And then you and I were like, okay, we're going to get there really early. We're going to go to bed at nine. We're going to get up at four, four thirty, something like that. And then try to, you know, be on the road by five thinking that it's still that it opened at eight. It's about an hour and a half We felt like we were going to be really early. Maybe we'll get an early boarding group. So just as we're going to sleep, I check one more time and they've changed the opening to 7 a.m. And I think when we got there, it was 6.30. Wasn't the park open already by the time we had gotten there? Yeah. We got there at 6.30 and it already opened. And there was already huge, huge lines to get in. It was a madhouse at the front door. Yeah. I, w- I wonder how they work that logistically. Like their employees, they have to schedule people. And they're not just scheduling the people at the front door. They're not just scheduling that ride. They've got all they the rides They know they're going to wake up or, or they're going to open early, obviously. They must you know? tell everybody that tomorrow you morning. Know, the, the times are posted this, but we're opening actually we're, on There might be seven. like a secret memo that goes out. Well, and it's probably one of those things like, okay, we'll see how the ride goes. You know, like how how is it received? Right. Right. Because, I mean, if it's like Millennium Falcon, nobody needs to get up early, you know, because they didn't even have that long a wait on opening day. That ride is good, but it hasn't blown people away. Like you were saying, you compare one thing to another. Millennium Falcon is Star Tours taken to the next level. Star Tours, but, you know, for six people instead of a theater of people. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like because it gives it a little more personal. It's like a more more intimate. Yeah. Personal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. So anyway, so. At that point, I feel like I think we just decided we're still do, going with the same game plan because we're gonna get we're still gonna get there early. We're gonna get there by six thirty. And I couldn't just I didn't want to get up any earlier than four thirty <laughs> well, in the morning. And you know the kids had already gone to sleep at that point. And I mean, really, we should have gone to bed an hour earlier. Like I don't function well on anything less than seven hours of sleep, which I know sounds so like princess and the pea kind of thing like oh she has to have her seven hours of sleep but like i actually end up like usually if i don't get a full like more than seven hours i like kind of feel like sick to my stomach throughout the day and stuff yeah you just get that down groggy yeah just grumpy feeling i just don't feel good and i didn't want to not feel good i wanted to feel good for that day and and i actually kind of had a little bit of trouble sleeping the night before because it was two things when I have to get up really early for something, I don't want to sleep through it. Sometimes I have a tough time like winding down and falling asleep. Right. And then also, I was like legit excited. Like I'm a grown yeah. man and I was excited to get up in the morning I, and go on this thing like a kid before Christmas. I was, ex- I mean, I was, I-, I wanted to go, obviously. I wanted to do it. It was my idea to get up that early and go on, you know, on Saturday. But, um, but I wasn't as excited as you. But if I'd known what to expect, I would have been just like, christmas morning it you know? was great yeah yeah um and 
so anyway, so we got up. Everything went according to plan. We ended up getting in the park at 6.30. Yeah, we parked about 6.15-ish, walked yeah. up to the front gate. It was 6.30. And we tried. I tried, actually. This is just, you know, logistic talk here. I tried to join a boarding group in the parking lot because um, they say you have to be on property to join a boarding group. So I'm like, well, ugh, I'm technically on property right now. So I tried to join a boarding group, and it said you are not in the park yet. Yeah, you and have then, to scan your ticket or your magic band. And then I band. tried again while we were in line to thinking maybe it's a geo tagging kind of like situation a, right because and i'm like i'm 10 feet from the entrance now maybe it'll let me nope so it must be uh it knows when you've scanned your van and entered the park because it would not let us until like in the minute i scanned my van and went into the park i logged boop, on it opened up yep. and I, I was able to join a boarding group and that app can be a little twitchy sometimes i know there's a lot of times that thing is slow but it was uh fast it yeah, was it, it was responsive well. and quick and I just want to say, anybody who did not bring a poncho that morning, there was this huge. huge yeah. It was a Saturday morning. Was kind of a stormy morning uh, around here. We had a. We were hoping that it was going to scare some people away. It did not. It there did was not. there was thunder and lightning and a lot of heavy rain and there was a couple of tornado warnings I think in the area. Yeah. That morning and we get out there. We brought ponchos. We were ponchoed up, but then the the sky just opened up and yep. poured, poured rain right around. 6.45 in the morning on yeah, top of everybody who was just getting into the park. Yeah, and we had just already gotten through and we were like under, because it had started drizzling as we were waiting in line to scan our band. And then we, you know, by the time we got into the park, it was drizzling a little harder. And then we're like, okay, let's go under this, you know, overhang over here. So we got under the overhang before it really and opened up. And then it up. was torrential downpour. It so was... we got lucky because, I mean... There's just nothing worse than walking around a park all day in wet shoes. Wet shoes and wet, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So we got lucky. And we looked at all these people who were just scrambling and running, but we had a feeling it was going to rain, so we brought the ponchos. And we were inside the little photo area. Um, when you first walk into um, Hollywood Studios on the left-hand side, there's a little photo area there. So we were inside there, and we were just asking some questions to the photo lady. And she's like, I don't know a lot, but I'll tell you what I know. And so then, for someone who worked in the photo area, she knew a lot yeah, more than I was did. expecting. She, she was did. pretty helpful. She was very helpful. And then um, there was this other – there was this couple who was like, how did you join your boarding group? And I was like, oh, it's on your front page, and I'm trying to help them with their phone. And it wasn't on their the front page of their app. And I was like, uh, it's not here. I'm like, try closing the app and reopen it. And I got like stressed for them. I know, I'm like, they you're were, running out of time, they guys. Were, gotta... They were from Kentucky, I want to say. Yeah, and they'd come down for this. And they came down for this and they got in there and they were having a tough time opening the the, yeah. the app and figuring out how and to get a bargaining group. it just wasn't working right for them. So they ended up opening it on like her phone instead of his. And it worked. And it worked. And they joined a boarding group. But they, I mean, they joined a boarding group maybe... 10 minutes after we did and they were in what 95 i think that we got we got 85 at 6 30 in the morning yeah well and, it was probably 6 45 by that time and they got 95 at around seven and from what i saw uh on it went to 110 yeah from what i saw it went to 110 110 was the top was the last boarding group they were going to give out and so this is the virtual queue and the way that this works is it worked out really good i was a big fan of this system a lot better than fast pass where you have to reserve it and just yeah. you're fighting against other people. Yeah. You go out there, they give you your boarding group and then they have stations posted all around the park on these screens that say we are now doing boarding group, you know, thir 30 through 50 or something yeah. like that. And you just kind of monitor those screens and monitor the app. And then when they call your number, you just you have two hours to show up so you can yeah. 
you're not standing in a long line for six, seven hours like at other at well, other rides in, in opening week. You can do other things. You could leave the park if you want. And we did leave the we park. We did yeah. leave the park. But somebody somebody else told us that they, you know, they're like, yeah, you can leave the park. We tried the other day, and the cast member told us we could. Um, and then a cast member said something like, yeah, just make sure. She's like, said something like, only, but I would only go to like Disney Springs or. Epcot. I don't know, Epcot maybe. That's close, to, easy um, to get because to. Because they're only like 20 minutes away. Don't go anywhere else, you know? But I got to say, that's that's really not the greatest advice because you are, I mean, on your phone, it's a constant update. All you have to do is look at the app and you get a constant update on what boarding group they're on. So, I mean, we we left the park around noon. I would never have done that if I didn't know what boarding group they were on. Yeah. You know you, what I mean? It was, there was no secrets. You yeah. knew exactly what like was you happening. You knew exactly what boarding group they were on. So you knew, oh, I mean, they're only halfway through right now. We've got plenty of time to go get some lunch, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And it, they give you two hours. So it does not take two, even if your number was called right at that minute and you were in the middle of Space Mountain, you, you can get Two hours. It doesn't take two hours to get back. Yeah, exactly. From anywhere. But either way, like that wouldn't happen. Like you wouldn't be on Space Mountain when you knew your number was three numbers away or something. You You know what I mean? Unless you you can keep up with it. Drop the ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. So anyway. So after the rains had stopped, we went out. Now, this was a great morning because the ra- I don't think the rain kept anybody away because we even said to ourselves. Yeah, we thought there, it might, but it we didn't. thought. But like, you know, if, if someone's getting up at six o'clock in the morning, to they're go, going, they're going to do it. No matter <laughs> what, well, they're going to deal with the weather. The great thing, though, being there that early, it was almost like the extra magic hours without paying for extra magic hours because yeah. they open so early. Right. We, we walked before dawn, before the sunrise came up. We had already been on. Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror. They yeah. had Tower of Terror had the famous 13 minute wait, which yeah. means that's the, the code for zero minute. You'll see that on Haunted Mansion too. And it said 20 minute wait for Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, but that was a walk on as well. Well, and when we were coming into the park, like they had, like there were cast members helping with logistics because they, they had to have a giant walkway for people exiting the park because. As there were a ton of people entering the park, getting their boarding group, and then and leaving. leaving. They're probably locals. Were they gonna were going to go home and sleep. They're going to go home and sleep, or they're going to go back to their hotel, or they wanted to go to another park, or go to breakfast, or whatever. You there know? was a huge bunch of people coming out. There was a huge out. people. So I mean, it wasn't like all those people went into the park. Yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of them did, but a, a lot of them left too. Right. So yeah, that's a good point. People were coming and going. So. Um, we hung out at the park for a couple hours. We went and did a few rides. Around. We did a lot of rides. We did. A, we had a really full day before noon. We did. We at, did. At noon, we had already by noon we had already been there for six hours, almost yeah. six hours. We'd ridden almost everything except like Slinky Dog. That already had a long wait. Yeah, and um, we went on uh, Toy Story Mania twice. My gun didn't work. This is a cool show. A cool shout out. <laughs> My gun wasn't working really good. It was only it could only aim about halfway up, and when I was pulling the little thing like. Stuff yeah. wasn't coming out all the time. I had my worst score ever. That's my official excuse for you mm-hmm. beating me. Yeah. We were like, and sure, it didn't work. We were coming out <laughs> and I said, my gun wasn't really working. It's I was telling you. Yeah. And the cast member heard me and said, your gun wasn't working? Like, well, it was, but it wasn't working great and it wasn't aiming good. And I couldn't hit the stuff up top. And she goes, do you want to ride again? And I said, no, it's all good. And then you heard me say that. Like, what are you talking about? Of course we want to ride again. So they let us go again. That was really cool of them to let us go again just based on my gun not working good, which was totally not a big deal at all. Well, and um, our son and I know some Easter eggs on that ride that we like, we're such, we're such goofballs, but like 
I'm like, I, I love games like that, you know, that are like. And you're super competitive about it. And I'm super competitive, as uh, as you all know, as you definitely know, Andy. But um, so we know some of the like, and we're like, we're, I'm so competitive. Like we, our son and I won't even share the Easter eggs with you and I our daughter. I only know one of them. I, only know, I know the volcano. So, um, so anyway, we, I was, as we were doing it, like, I was like, man, I, after the first round, I'm like, I feel like I didn't do my best. And our son was like, me neither. And then when we got to go again, we were like, okay, we got to do better this time. And we did, we did do better. But, um, and I, just for the record, you know, and for those of you keeping score, I did still beat Andy I after his gun was working. You had highest, highest in the vehicle, didn't you? I didn't, score? I didn't have highest in the vehicle. Um, I had 144, I think, or 146, and the highest in the vehicle, I think, was 177. So. You know, those Easter eggs are just a Google search away. I just never even considered doing yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I know they're a Google search away because that's how I found them, but but you don't think about it. And then until we're on the ride, and then you're like, ah, you beat me again, you know? <laughs> I think you let the volcano one slip. That's how I know about that one. Yeah. So anyway. All right. So... We went out for lunch around noon. We said, okay, well, we, we were kind of keeping track of the minutes or yep. keeping track of the, the boarding groups that they were doing. And I have no idea how many people are in a boarding group. They don't really... No, they don't say. They don't say. You just know that it's a, I don't know, some X X amount of people is in a yeah. boarding group. They seem to go every... I looked, there's, a, there's actually a Twitter account called Thrill Data. I don't know how they're getting this information. Right. But they are posting how many boarding groups are going per hour. And what do you mean you don't know how they're getting this information? Well, I don't... How do they know this? I mean, unless they're... Well, you I guess can, they're you monitoring You monitor it. the app and know exactly That's how That's true. They the probably wrote group. some script and it yeah. updates, sure. So the day we were there, it was going at about eight boarding groups per hour. We pulled number 85... We were called finally to go at about 3.50 p.m. is when it said. So we walked over there. Yay, it's our time. It's finally gone. How many? And we were literally like 50 feet from the entrance when we when we got the, the you know, alert that it was our, our It was our because we knew. We were like, okay, it's getting to be at that, yeah, about that time. Yeah, let's stay close. And uh, we walked up there and we see nobody's in line. And there's a rope around the front. Well, I didn't. I was confused because I was like, uh, how do you get on the ride? Because it's like roped off. And I said, how, where do we go for our boarding group? And the girl, the cast member is like, um... So we're down um, now. Like you, you could tell that she was really not happy about having to tell me. <laughs> she and probably I, told about yeah. 50 people in that fat well, last and she 20 knows minutes. We've all been waiting for, yeah. you know, nine hours. And that is something to mention right now. This ride is brand new. It is um, ridiculously complicated and, and cutting edge and state of yes. the art. And they have been having some downtime issues just about every day. I guess the ride was down a total of about three hours the day before. I don't think that's three hours all at once, but Probably three hours not. come and go. The same kind of thing happened with the Hagrid's roller coaster yeah. over at uh, Our day, Owl's though, Adventure. It was only 45 minutes. Yeah, so they told us, come back, just kind of hang out. So we went and got some drinks, hung out at this little uh, restaurant nearby. Then we said, that I said, I have a good feeling about this. Yeah, you did. Let's walk over there and, and see. Yeah, You're I just like, had this feeling. Let's go. I have this feeling. I think we should go back. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we did. And as soon as we walked up, we heard this cheer. Yep. <sighs> and they said, ride's open. So we walked right in. They scanned our, they scan your uh, magic band. band. You, walk in, you walk in. And at this point, let's start our, should we start our review? Well, we, it was about 20 minutes of time. Yeah, I was going to say, we waited in line for about 15 to 20 minutes before we got to our first pre-show. This is 15 minutes um, 
on t- this is actually 15 minutes of actually waiting in the line yeah we were this in doesn't, the line yeah if you, i don't want to count the 12 hours or whatever it was of waiting for our well, number to be called because we, i wasn't we really waiting and we weren't in line at that point either you know i mean we could have if we lived closer we could have gone home you right know? we could have we actually probably could have gone home if we, we really totally wanted to and went have. back out yeah, there but that would that would have been too. a lot of driving in one yeah. day so um we get in it took about 20 minutes until you get to the first um now here's the thing when you get to Stop me if, we're, if we go too far here as far as what we're going to say, because okay. I don't want to. Now, people were saying this is an 18 minute ride. This is employees, uh, cast members were saying the ride is about 18 minutes. Other people were saying it's about an 18 minute ride. Now, yeah. I, I would a, assume it, that means from the first pre-show. I would say it's an 18 minute experience. Yeah, Because this is more than a ride. It's definitely not an 18 minute ride. It's not the ride. It's whether well, it's the ride. It's the, the main ride is about five or six minutes. But the whole experience, but it's more than a ride. This is not yeah, a ride. ride. It is an experience. It's an ex- well, and I just want to say too, before we get into it, the spoiler for, or spoiler part, because this isn't a spoiler. Um, I was talking to someone at work today about it and she was like, so there's pre-shows, like there's a, a couple of pre-shows technically this blur so, this really blurs the line between what is a pre-show and, and what the is the ride right because there's some because well, uh, i mean i think of the ride as the part where you're buckled in okay yeah but That's, this was not like that this no, was wasn't. okay we hold on before we get into it because i don't okay. want to give us any spoilers but i want to say real quick that she was like wait so if the pre if there are pre-shows do, is it like one of those situations where you're like, oh, come on, like an avatar where you're listening to the guy and he's like, OK, let's do another scan, you know, that, or whatever. Or she's like, that's so annoying. And I'm like, it's not like that at all. It like every everything from as soon as you're in line and they say, how many is in your party? From that point on, it's all it's on the amazing. game. It's you're in the you're in the exp- yeah. you're on the ride. You're I mean, on the you're ride. on the you're, you're in on Rise a, of the Resistance. You're not on a ride. You're not you're, strapped in yet, yeah. but you are in. This is where it begins. The experience. Yeah. It, the one that you said is so annoying. Like the classic one for me is Dinosaur, where you're lo- lo- watching Mrs. Huxtable. Yes. Go through that exactly. whole spiel. Like, it's like oh, oh, this Lord, is like, not yeah, this again. Yeah, it's totally not like that. So you get in there. Okay, so there's a pre-show that is not really a pre-show. Okay, so let's just first for those of, for those of you that don't want the spoilers, this is where we feel like you should you should you know check out. No, 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 no. Let's talk about our let's talk about our um, reaction to the ride. So we went through the ride, we oh. come off of it. I f- okay. And we went through it. We went through all the the experience, the ride, the whatever. We come off of it, and our son. Who famously said, well, that wasn't worth it when we waited two hours to go on Seven Dwarves Mine Train. First words out of his mouth was, that was the best ride ever. And then he says, that thing broke my brain. That was his his quote. It did. And we come off and we look at each other and we're like, that was just incredible like that was just incredible like i could not believe what they achieved with this thing well and that's what i want to say too before before we get into the spoiler part is um i I, you know even just last week we were talking about and i was saying no one's going to listen to a rise of the resistant pod resistance podcast if they don't want a spoiler that's why i wanted to do a little two-parter right so i'm like i wouldn't listen to it if i didn't want a spoiler right let me just say for those of you who are on the fence about whether or not you want spoilers or not, I'm so thankful that I didn't know what to expect going in because it 
it really did. I felt like it, you know, you see that emoji with like the, the face with the brain exploding. That's how I felt. Like I was just so blown away by every experience within it. Not just, not just one part. Like it was just, it just kept on going, It kept on going, you know, all the, the, characters within it the actors within it everyone just did a great job totally immer- immersing you in the experience yeah you were this was probably i think i said this to you when it was over this ride does the best job of any ride ever of putting you in the story like you are you you're, are yeah. part of the story and you look around and you feel like you're in the world of star you are wars. in the world of star wars and you are a character in star yeah. wars in a lot of other rides, okay, they have a little story. Here's you're in in Transformers, for example. Oh, you got to help Optimus Prime, and you're just kind of riding around in this car, yeah. getting flung around. And in Spider Man, you're kind of watching Spider Man. And some of these rides, you kind of feel like, yeah, you're in there, but you're kind of a a passive observer. Well, and that's the thing. Like those rides, they ask you to help, right? Mm-hmm. They're like. Okay, we need your help. You're going to help us get this dinosaur or whatever. But you're you just know? still a passive you're still observer. Just you're just kind of hanging out. Like, like in this ride, I don't want to give anything away, but they treat you as a passive person. Yeah, they you know do, what I mean? That's like, in the ride. That, like, that's, that's in the, in the, in the world. Ride, in the experience. So it's like they're giving you a part to play that is very appropriate for you because you have no idea what's going right. on. You know? Right. So, I mean, it works really well. Just it's so well done. And the whole thing felt when we were done, not to sound too grandiose about the whole thing, but it almost felt like a dream when you walk, when you came out yeah. of there. Yeah. Like that was just, that felt like very dreamlike. The right. whole, the whole, the way, it left, the way it made you feel like <laughs> yeah. that was insane. Disney has said this is their most ambitious, technologically advanced, probably most expensive uh, ride they've ever done and I believe it. I believe there's it. no comparison i mean no. you walk out of that thing just completely flabbergasted yeah yeah it was That's um incredible thought. so um, so if you're on the fence about whether or not you want spoilers let me just tell you don't get the spoilers man just experience it as a surprise because i'm so thankful i did if i had seen youtube videos or whatever it wouldn't have I don't think it would have blown me away. As yeah, much. I was I was intentionally trying to stay away from all the YouTube videos. Now, if you already have seen the YouTube video, yeah, then you can listen because <laughs> we're well, not going to tell you anything. Even if you see. have seen it, uh, it it's still the videos don't really do it justice. Like anything, like it's right. like, like if you ever seen a photo of the Grand Canyon, then being there in person, the photo doesn't do it justice. Sure, this has so many interactive things going around around you, so much stuff, so much. I mean. Oh, so much things that the, the, the camera can't capture. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. if you have watched the video and if you're going to go ahead and listen to the second part of this, uh, don't feel too bad because it is you'll still have a heck of a heck of an experience with this ride. It was yep. incredible. Yeah, it was absolutely. incredible. Um, all right. So do you want to get into the second half? Yes. OK. But first, we want to tell you that you should check out sunshine state shirts sunshine state shirts.com where we have our our t-shirt store and go to our website for sunshine uh, um, sunshine state podcast and if you guys are doing christmas shopping last minute which we only have a couple weeks yeah it left. makes a big difference if you just click through our amazon link we get a commission no cost to you we would greatly appreciate that. and thanks to all of you guys who have been doing that yeah we really yeah, appreciate we super it, it makes, appreciate makes it. a big difference it helps uh, helps offset some of our costs we are a listener supported <laughs> podcast yeah so that's, uh, that's what we do and then we also have a patreon as well if anybody wants to join and yeah throw a couple bucks in the tip jar if this uh show um yeah is a part of your day yep absolutely all right so okay if you're still listening and um if you have already if you've already tuned out you're not hearing me right now because you're already gone yeah but no hard failings because uh you want to go into this ride 
site on spoiler free, I think, for the best experience. Yep. But if you are still listening because either you went on it and you want to hear our take on everything, or maybe you're just one of these people who doesn't think they're going to go for a while, but you want to hear what all the the fuss is about, then uh, thanks for let's continuing just, on. Let's just talk. Okay. Let's tell them. So you get into this base. It's this, like this rebel base on Batu. This is the planet that uh, that uh, Galaxy's Edge is set on. Yep. You go through the line. Now the queue, the queue, the theming in the queue, it reminded me very much of like the Empire Strikes Back, the rebel base from Hoth, kind of the corridors and mazes yeah. and things. You see like uh, lockers full of weapons and helmets and gear and yep. uniforms and things like that. So you're walking through there and I thought the queue um, it, up to this point, the theming was was good, not great. It, like, Well, I thought it was fine theming, but not not anything to blow you, blow your blow your way. It, it reminded just, me of Transformers a little bit. We see the at Universal. Yeah, I mean, the, it was just like rock walls and um, it was very similar to... Um, um, Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon. Yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah, you know, like that kind of cave system. But it didn't look. need to be crazy because it, this isn't Hogwarts where you're walking through, and Hogwarts is right. so grand. That's the probably the gold standard for theming on anything is the uh, is yeah, Hogwarts. Well, and still, the line is not that long. I mean, well, I, the line wasn't that long for us. It wasn't. I'm sure. Like one cast member said that in general, the line isn't usually more than an hour. It was 20 minutes for us, right? But I know, but we caught it. Right, when they opened it up back up. When they reopened it. So I think we were lucky. Um, Very lucky. But... But you're, I don't know, you're just so excited about it. I I, I really didn't care. The line went really fast. Um, So the first pre-show... Well, you get, you walk up to a guy who is, these are cast members, but he's dressed up in, in Rebel, I guess... I'll say I say rebel, but this this takes place in the new trilogy. So these are it's the resistance, not the rebels, and it's not the empire. It's the first order. So forgive me if I mix those two up. Okay. But you walk up, and this guy is kind of like, okay, guys, uh, recruits. It's it's you know we have a mission for you. Remember yeah. that? And everybody is in character. All the cast members are like in character. This isn't just how many are in your party. Four walk up there. They are they you know at this point they treat you like you are in Star Wars and you are in the resistance. Right. Um, I mean, I'm. are you talking about the guy that asked us? I mean, because there was a guy that asked us how many were in our party. The first guy who asked you in your party. <laughs> but how many are in your party? But he was treating you like, we have a mission for you. How many yeah. are in your party? Go into this next room for your, right. for your okay. briefing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you go into the room with BB-8. And at this point, this is where I consider the thing starts. This is where the ride experience begins 100%. in this room. Because yep. BB-8 is in here and uh, they say something like... Um, prepare for an incoming transmission from ray yeah and they have this inc- and poe is there too poe is there on a screen yeah and then what what's the dude's name lieutenant lieutenant beck beck which does That's not right. sound like the name doesn't that sounds like a very human-like name lieutenant beck he's yeah. a mon calamari he's the little guy he's the same species as admiral akbar the uh yes the, it's a trap guy yeah they 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 beam in ray on this hologram which is you know the which classic a hundred percent like hundred percent like a hologram in the movies it's, like they did an incredibly good job well like so on the Millennium Falcon, they have that dude. I don't know who that character is. I don't know why they chose some random character we didn't know to be our guide. But they have that character in Millennium the Smuggler's Run. And he is supposed to be there with you, right? Mm-hmm. And they have it like set so that it's kind of a TV. And there are parts of this ride that have that too. But it's that's in an area where like, I don't know, like you can you can focus on it more so it's very obvious that he's a screen not a real person right. like he's supposed to be 
this was done so well. I don't know why they don't do everything as a hologram if it's a if it's somebody talking to you. You know well, what I mean? It was mean? a hologram, but it was like a Star Wars hologram. It was like you it know the perfect. when they beam in Princess Leia, perfect. it looked like yeah. that. Like help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. It was the same kind of same hope. sort of effect. It exactly like that. Yeah. And it was well. It was super well done. I mean, like you are in the Star Wars universe at this point. Yeah. And she's giving. She's talking to BB-8. And she's talking to Poe on the screen, and they're giving you a mission now. Here's the thing. At this point, there was a lot going on. I was yeah. really excited to be there. Yeah, I didn't really pay and much attention. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't paying too close attention to what exactly the mission was. They tell you though that where the rebel ba- or a resistance base is or whatever. And we're sending you the resistance base. To take part in some mission to help Princess yeah. Leia. She was her name was mentioned. General Organa. Right. And we're going to put you on a transport and we're going to send you to this other rebel base. Yeah. So you can help us there. And that's and that was the gist of it. There's probably a little more to it than I missed because I just. But that was, was that's the it was sensory overload already. So then the doors open and you go outside. I, I didn't expect to be outdoors. No. And you and, go outdoors. And both the kids were like, wait, we're going outside. Yeah. Is this an outside ride? And I was like, I have no idea. This and there's is so weird. Outdoors. And there's a, there's an X-wing sitting there. There's a, yeah, there's a couple of ships and then they're guiding you to this transport. And they're not ship. just guiding you. These are people dressed like resistance fighters and they're not just, okay, go over here. They're like, team, let's get it ready to go. Hurry, hurry, hurry. It's like, you're like all of a sudden you're in the military Yeah, yeah and they're, yeah. and they're like barking orders at you right. and you've got to get on this transport now. Let's Let's go, let's go, right, let's right. go. And they're and shuffling you like, along. I mean, I, I'm And you're sure. hyped up now. I'm like, I got like adrenaline. I'm like, all, I'm like all just yeah. ready to go. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you're ready to fight. Right. Um, yeah. So in the, the transport looks like the transports that you see in the movies. I mean, it looks exactly like it. It's a little transport ship. Yeah. And um, reminds me kind of of like that um, transport ship that they used in um, Ragnarok even, you know. Kind of. Yeah you know that scene where all, like all the you know citizens of what's it called what's the name Citiz- of this oh the planet from Ragnarok yeah I forget um, the one that Jeff Goldblum was Asgard the, no Asgard is Thor's planet Ragnarok is the one where no but Asgard is where they were evacuating the, the people oh yeah right right yeah. right that part Um, so it's like a space bus yeah. or a space kind of like the space a Star Wars version of a subway train yeah a lot bigger you go in there and you can hang out of the straps on the ceiling and hang yeah. out of things it's like you're going you're on a you're on you're like being um you're on like an airside uh shuttle right so you're at the airport you're going over to the airside so the shuttle takes you just over. like an airport tram it's yeah. a great example yeah and you get in there and the the admiral back or commander back the so you don't sit down the mon- no you're not sitting down there's you're standing handles. there's like handles and stuff but you're standing and there's a there's a window in the front and a window in the back that are awesome actually like windows that you can that are movie screens right you know really but, great looking movie screens like and, you look out the window and it shows the outside of where you just were and the, and it takes it off looks ju- it looks just like that and then it shows you taking off and you feel it everything is kind of shaking and shimmying yeah. in this thing a little bit mm-hmm. so you feel like you're flying but it's through not space. so much that you should be locked in no you can you you're can all stand just standing. if yeah. you've ever stood on a subway train or like a, yeah, it's like, like a, that. If you stood on the monorail, it feels like that. Just yeah. about that much shaking and shimming. They've got this incredible animatronic character in the front, the the commander back, the Mon yep. Calamari, uh, Admiral Akbar looking guy. He's yep. telling you what to do, and he's telling you, okay, we're going to send you on this mission. Uh, you get intercepted by Star Destroyers. A space yep. battle breaks out around you, which you can see in the windows. In the windows, yeah. And, and, and there's like, um, kind of like, almost, almost like... Um, plexiglass ceiling like not windows but like it's almost like 
you can see like the the explosions around the ship are kind of coming through like these kind of plexiglass like, areas. You can see a red and green flash yeah. is coming through. And I, it's hard to explain, but it just made it feel like we were in it. You were you in know? it. And as like, the ship we is getting hit, in, you yeah. feel a little shake. Shakes, you yeah. You feel these things are and shaking said, as you're getting you know, shot. raise the shield. So you're like, you know, there is a shield up and stuff like that. And so they say something to the effect of, let's get out of here, make the jump to hyperspeed. And then your your commander Beck says, we can't, we're stuck in the tractor beam because a, a Star Destroyer has cut off your pass. And they're sucking you in. Yep. And then a, a video screen comes on and there's like an Imperial officer there saying, bring down your shields and prepare to be boarded. Yeah, exactly. And it's... um. Oh, I'm, it's getting spot, I'm getting tingles Bil thinking about how this all went down. And it's Bill Weasley. Um. <laughs> Bill Weasley's character, General <laughs> Hux. Yeah. So he is there... Um, on saying, the screen you know like admiral akbar guy says um you know this is a civilian vessel what, uh, under what authority are you yeah. um you know detaining us and then um bill under weasley, the authority bill of weasley, the first order <laughs> bill weasley comes on he's like you are under the you know authority of the first order and you know blah 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 blah. so he's a real pompous patoot <laughs> patoot <laughs> but um so here's way to save that family friendly rating <laughs> thank you here's my first mind-blowing event that happened okay well Go ahead. My first mind-blowing event that happened is like, okay, so like you're still in the transport ship. You see in the windows that you're like, you're being, you're being taken into, into a the Star ship. Destroyer, yeah. Like, and you see the, like the ship, like you, you know, the space turns into a wall where the ship is and then mm -hmm. you're inside the ship and you're like, oh, we're being sucked into a ship. And then mind-blowing moment, the exact same door that you came in when you were outside yes. opens up. Which is, I don't know how they did that. It must. They you, turned it somehow you without you. must have turned it or like sh like sh shifted it in, down or right. something. The exact same door that you walked through when you were outside and came into the, to the transport ship opens and you are now on a Star Destroyer. And then a guy wearing full Imperial garb, yep. First Order garb, steps aboard and he just gives everyone this really stern look like you are being boarded by yeah, the first order and you've made the wrong choice by being on the resistance and side. everybody i remember there was this audible gasp on the ship like because <gasps> the door the, the same side opened and then this guy walks on wearing full imperial garb and he's just follow me and follow me for and what did he say interrogation him, and detainment yes and behind him are hundreds of of stormtroopers. Yeah, you walk out there, and <laughs> if you've ever watched any Star Wars movie Crazy. that takes place on a storm uh, star destroyer or the Death Star, and you see that just those big windows, and you're like in the hangar of 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 a star destroyer. Yeah, huge window with space and things going on out there. And one thing that I think is a really underrated effect was the floors. It had that like pristine waxed floor look. You know, yeah. just like that mm -hmm. shiny waxed floor, and there was all these stormtroopers staring at you yep. and there was stuff going around and there was a TIE fighter hanging up there and it was this huge, huge area. And we walked out there and it was just like, just wow, wow. So you get from one vehicle to the other. So you've already sort of, this is all, I guess, technically, technically pre-show, but it's, yeah, it's, still, it's part it's of the, it's part of the show really. <laughs> so uh, then th you get, have to go and you wait in a another small line. Yeah. You're being marched along by guys wearing first order slash Imperial garb. But then and, you go into a line. Yeah. They're getting you in line and they're kind of being stern to you. I mean, they yeah, are not, they're not being jerks. This isn't friendly like, Disney people. They're yeah, acting, they're, they're in like, character. Um, well, I, like I saw on one um, YouTube video that I watched after the fact, um, one of the Imperial officers was talking to a guy with a camera and he said like during when they were in that room with all the stormtroopers, 
he go he was talking to the group at at large and he said document your detainment if you must but if you're done documenting you need to go down here blah 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 blah. (laughs) and it was like yeah and it was funny because it was like and that's when i realized because like i felt I felt like during that part, like I was like, oh, we need to go. I guess yeah. we got to be going because these Imperial officers are telling us to go down here. But then I realized that we're just waiting in another line right there where they're telling us to go. And I'm like, well, I'm going back in there and taking some more pictures. Yeah, they we went back and talk, <laughs> they, this is like... And they didn't care. They were no, like, yeah. As and much it, as they try to make it feel... And they do. They do a really good job of making it feel like you're in trouble now. Like yeah. earlier, you have rebels, you know, yelling at you. That, Come on, let's go. Let's go. Let's get on the ship. Like yeah. you're in the military. And now you got these guys guys looking at you all frowny and angry and, right, 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 and right. everyone's and yes you're technically this is like a line you're still kind of in to get out of the ride yeah but they do such a, a good line. job of making it a part of the attraction yeah here. it's like you're in line to go to jail <laughs> and they are and you, you are in line to go to jail this is yeah. like a processing line to go to jail and the guy comes up to you and says how many are in your po- how many rebels are in your part how many rebel scum are you with or something like that yeah, and they exactly. for stand here and he goes remember your color because it may be the last thing you ever remember right right they take you and uh, you go through this room with a couple of other stormtroopers in it. There's other stormtroopers in there. There's people walking around. There was some, somebody. Rem- I didn't, this I didn't one see reminds them. me of. Um, it remind this part reminded me of a little bit of Millennium Falcon because you know how like they have you're in one big room and then they have you li- different people lining up in yeah, different areas yeah. in one big room. You know. Um, another, I didn't see another- it, but one of our kids said they saw somebody walking around. Being uh, walked around with handcuffs. I didn't see that. Did you see that? I did. I missed well, that. I saw them leave. I saw them at the end of the hallway, just as they were leaving, and and our son said, um, "Were those like cast members in character?" And I was like, "Who? What?" And he goes, "Look right there. Those people are in handcuffs." And I looked down, and there's people like leaving the hall in handcuffs. And they were just people walking around in like Disney tourist clothes, like t-shirts yeah, and, and shorts. Yeah, Disney tourist clothes. Wow, I didn't see that. I missed that. I think I was taking pictures of those stormtroopers. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a cool, totally cool t- touch, you know. Um, so yeah, there was that, and then um, so we were waiting. We're waiting for everyone to kind of get. You're waiting for for de- for to be detained and um, interrogated, and and I remember feeling like not nervous. I mean, I know it's it's a ride, it's Disney, but I remember having like this feeling like what's going to happen next. Like I, they did a good job of making you feel a little uneasy. Intimidated. Yeah, a little intimidated, uneasy. Just these are Disney yeah. cast members walking around you, but they are the way they're dressed and the way they're staring at you, and yeah, like one of the women in our like you know, cell before we got into our cell. Um, and there, that's she, the she next made, part. She made a joke about something. I can't even remember what the joke was. And the Imperial officer who was like guarding us said, you think what you, you know, I don't, I don't know what you think is so funny. You're not going to, you're not going to be laughing soon or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, so yeah. So then they opened the door and they, like basically show us into our cell. Yeah, they they put you in a jail cell at this point. And like I, a, uh, and you walk in and it, you're like, oh, this is like a jail cell. Yeah, and they close the door <laughs> like, behind you and yeah. lock you in, and you're in, and you're only in there with like your group of people. Yeah, and it's like no, no. I mean, it wasn't just us four. Like it was Star Wars jail cell. It doesn't look like an old west jail oh, yeah, or anything. Oh yeah, there's not like I bars. Mean, right. Um, it looks like it looks like the j- jail. It looks very similar to the jail cell that um. Princess Leia was kind in, of yeah you know, similar kind, kind of, of feel yeah um, it had a feel like the walls and stuff kind of felt like um, you know the walls when they're in that trash shoot sort of yeah you know? the lighting was similar with that yeah, red and dark red and lighting dark and yeah so um, 
and you're in there and you're and in this you, there's prison like, there's a balcony above you there's a stormtrooper up there, there just kind of looking at you and there are bars up there like the rest of the room is just like walls but up up top is bars and um a guard and it's not a real guard and it's a, it's a it's a tv screen it's a as video well. screen but it looks it looks it good. looks 100 yeah. percent real and um there's a stormtrooper up there guarding us and then um What's the dude's name? Bill Weasley. Bill Weasley. Bill Weasley General comes Hux out. comes in and he <laughs> says some intimidating words about how yeah. we're going to get the information out and of you and blah, blah, blah. Kylo Ren comes in and, and tries to suck the information out of our brains yeah. the way that he sucked information out of Ray. And the lights go crazy and there's like yeah. this wild sound effect in there. And then he says, I'll come back and finish you off in a few minutes. I yep. don't know why he had to leave. He had to leave. They said he was wanted at the bridge or something. So he oh. leaves. Yeah. And then probably... Oh, one of the most mind-blowing things ever. Yeah, you see five a five seconds later. A few seconds later, one of the walls just starts to glow, like a glowing outline of a door sort of thing. It's almost as if someone on the outside has a like like a, a light like a lightsaber or a blowtorch or something, and they're cutting through to get to you. Assuming it's a lightsaber, not a blowtorch, because we're in Star Wars world. Yeah, but there's no Jedi back there, was there? No, but I mean, I don't know. That's just kind of what I thought. Probably yeah, like a, anyway. They Nobody get has you. a blowtorch either. <laughs> Are there blowtorches in space? So the door opens up. It kind of pulls away and there are other you know there's rebels resistance fighters on the other side they're like here we're here to break we're you here out. to break you out we're, we're rescuing you we gotta go we gotta yeah. go and again this is on to the they're all in character and this is where they this is the part where they're kind of just getting you in into the ride portion of the and thing it's to- and it's totally reminiscent of the scene where luke is in uh a um a stormtrooper yeah. costume and Leia's like a little short for a stormtrooper yeah. and he like takes off his helmet he's like I'm Luke Skywalker I'm here to rescue you it's you know like that. it they, was like they bust they you out totally say that you know we're here to rescue you come on and um and then they put they basically this is like the where the ride ride starts. the ride ride starts everything else well there is kind of a ride ride on that little transport there's yeah, some walkthrough the, stuff. They sitting, put you in jail. You're not buckled in. None of that. This is the first time you're going to be sitting and you're buckled in. And they say these are troop transports. There's a R2 unit on here and he's programmed to take you to the escape pods. He's an R5 unit. R5 actually. unit. Actually. Um, and they're Nerd. not as, they're not as, well, I just, cause we just watched a oh, video. That, I just watched it too to get, re- <laughs> to be reminded. We just watched a video to kind of like remind ourselves of everything. Cause it was also mind blowing at yeah, the time. A lot, lot happening. Um, so it was an R5 unit, which apparently aren't as, you know, quick and smart as our two units because they kept talking about oh god are these the best we had you know that kind of thing that's right so so he's um, programmed to take you out and you're going to escape the star destroyer and get to the yeah so uh, the first thing first first thing your like um vessel that is being you know uh, piloted basically not uh, that sounds like we're on a plane but it's like a little car that's being driven around by this r2 unit yep. comes into contact with two other exact replicas of our like um car and unit that was a that are big empty. moment yeah and i was like are those like are should there be, be people in that like are are those like i didn't know that those were supposed to be there and supposed to be empty. Like I thought, oh, maybe that's another side of the ride that people didn't get filled in sure, or something, sure. you know? Um, but it's like, but those were res- like um, Imperial drone or Imperial droids that you hear Admiral Beck or whatever his name tell is. Tell him Lieutenant prisoner Beck. transfer, right? Yeah. He goes, tell him, tell, ha- talking to the droid, he goes, tell him it's a prisoner transfer. And the droid goes, beep, 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 and then he, and go, then he but goes, he goes, did it work? <laughs> and and I guess it did because we were able to You're keep able to going. going. Let me stop for one second here and go back a minute. So when we got into the vehicle at this point, our son says to me, 
this feels like the same thing as dinosaur and it did when you get into the vehicle yeah that vessel does it had a very like, similar feel to dinosaur it's a heck of a lot smoother well, dinosaur is super rough this yeah this ride anybody can go on i really feel like you you could take your grandma on this there's really nothing well, rough it's really there's, there's a drop there's one part that there's a little bit of a drop but it's a very mild drop it's not tower terror it's not even roller coaster drop it's a very I'd say it's almost on par with like Pirates of the Caribbean kind of a drop. It's fairly. Yeah, I guess I can see that. So, but it's a very smooth ride and super smooth. We get into this thing and I'm feeling this is going to be kind of like dinosaur. You go out and then you're what you said. Our droid is talking to the other ones and the other things and you're kind of spinning around, but you're not really spinning, spinning. You're just kind of like moving around the room. Yeah, and that's it's why very, it's like um, it reminds me of like the way that it moved reminds me of a um. What's that? Almost like a Zamboni because it was so yeah. smooth on ice. Yeah, I can see it, that. You're not on kind ice, but it had that feel. And that's when it occurred to me, oh, this is a trackless vehicle. Like you're in a self-driving car. Yeah. yeah. And you're going through it. And uh, Well, it was driven by a droid. It was driven by a droid. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, yeah. So we keep going. You, you go up through a little bit. I don't want to go through. I don't know if we should go through every little piece of this that happens. But um, well, there. so, uh, you know, I do want to go into where we first get in. We first encounter some stormtroopers. Well, there's a probe droid that you encounter and they're like, oh, he didn't see you. No, no, no. But first we first you encounter before you get there, some stormtroopers see you from above. Right. Remember that? I remember they start shooting and at you. They start shooting at you. And this is the part that broke our son's brain because I mean, this isn't the only part, but it's like it began the parts that broke his brain because he couldn't understand because when they shoot at you, like you don't see the laser. You actually were worried about that. You're like, how are they going to make it look, look like, like people are shooting, at, shooting you. Almost, at you? I didn't know there was going to be shooting, but I kind of assumed there would yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so they like they you as soon as they see you they're like hey you aren't supposed to be here and then the car immediately starts backing up so then you can't see them anymore but then you see like you hear and see you hear like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. like they're shooting at you so you don't actually see them shoot at you but you assume they're shooting at you because you hear it and then there's, there's red flashes like, happening the walls certain parts of the walls are obviously some kind of scrim material because it's one of those situations kind of like um i should have explained it to our son like this kind of like in muppets when they're the it explodes at the end of muppets and you see the holes oh, right. in the walls good, and stuff like yeah. that that's exactly what it, they did basically so it was like you know when the lights reflecting onto the scrim which is a piece of fabric you just see the wall of the wall, right? And then when light is shining from behind it, you see a hole and sparks. And, and they had sparks like, and explosions Yeah, happening. it looks like a, a, a laser blaster just produced a giant hole in yeah. the wall, you know? And that's what he couldn't figure out. He's like, how did those holes appear in the wall? It's you know? wild that this ride is stealing tech from the Muppets when you think about the old school <laughs> that's ride. True. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It's a classic. It's an oldie but a goodie, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, and they, and that is an effect they use throughout the ride from then on. And it was very effective. It looked really real. So you're going through the whole, now at this point, it's a chase. It's a high speed yeah. chase through They're a Star you. Destroyer to get to the pods as soon as you can. You're trying to get, and that's, we haven't said that, but that's your goal is they're trying to get you to escape pods so that you can get off of this ship and get down to the planet that you that you, you were know, just on yeah. right so um so then yeah basically it's a high speed chase um, high speed but smooth now yeah. you're not getting shook around you're not right. getting banged around you could t you could take your grandma on this ride there, i mean there it's, were it's some for great everybody robotics like really amazing ro like um 
animatronics of Finn. You get you face yeah you see there's this one room where you go through and you are amongst live uh, full size ATATs or ATATs whatever you want to call them the big walk yeah, the Gabriel walkers that, that really blew my mind full size ones in there and yeah. you're going through there and there's an animatronic of Finn and he's and he's he's shooting at stormtroopers and he's, he's getting defend, up and defending he's you. defending you and he's got his gun and he's getting up behind these yeah. crates on the ground and he's shooting at the stormtroopers and there's this lights and red stuff right. flashing all around you and yeah and, you and he's like feel he's like, like you're in the middle of a, of a battle and then you get onto this elevator like your your ride and it's vehicle. frantically paced at this yeah. point yeah. Your ride vehicle gets onto this elevator and Finn's shouting at you, go down, go down. And you go up. Yeah. And then when you go <laughs> and he, up. As you're going up, he's like, what part of down do you yeah. not understand? <laughs> I missed that. I forgot about that. <laughs> but when you went up, you were, you are, there was a couple different sides of this. The side we were on, we were facing straight up at uh, one of the AT-AT walkers. And yes. you can see stormtroopers in the window getting ready to shoot yeah. at you. And then when we went up. I was like, oh, we're going up. I think that means there might be a drop coming pretty soon. <laughs> um, I'm glad you thought of that because I sure didn't. You didn't think of that? Oh, when we, when we went up, I'm like, In fact, oh, I was so clueless. what goes up must come down. <laughs> I was so clueless about the drop coming that <laughs> it's so funny. So you get, so I'll, I'll explain when we get there, but like you continue, like you encounter Kylo Ren at one point, you get, a, you know, you go through a cannon room where there's sh- the cannons are oh, shooting lasers, which that was, was totally so great. Cool. You see like these old, like these cannons shooting out to space sh- and you're in the room with them and they're moving back and forth and oh. unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so then you get into your escape pod. Well, there is a couple in, you do kind of encounter Kylo Ren a yeah, couple of that. times. You encounter Hux and Kylo Ren on the bridge of the Star Destroyer. Yep. Super well Great done. animatronics. I mean, yeah. Excellent animatronics. You see a battle happening out the there's window. A lot, I mean, you feel like you're elements. in the movie. Yeah. And all this is happening while there's stuff happening around you. It's right. the, the Star Wars music is playing to kind of get yes. you all hyped up. And then finally you get to your escape pod. And, and this and is... in the in the escape pod, you hear feel it kind of lock in. And that's kind of like where I realize, oh, okay, this is going to be like a star tours right uh-huh. like it's going to be a you know motion simulator ride from here on out which is kind of how they take you which home. is what it what right. it is and so we're looking and but in front of us is a is a what what is supposed to be a window looking out into space it's actually a tv screen but it, a window looking out into space and we see other escape pods like dropping out dropping yeah. yeah they're like uh, you know other escape pods other other you know members of our rebel alliance or resistance crew or resistance whatever fighters um that are escaping as well so they're in these pods they're escaping and we see it we see one we see a few drop and that are kind of in the distance and then we see one drop right in front of us and that's when it goes oh i think i know what's and about to that's, happen that's that was the first time <laughs> i knew that we were going to be dropped uh, you like, had no I idea there was a reason we no went up idea. and it was so funny because our daughter who is not a huge fan of drops she <laughs> she like leans forward as soon as she saw the first thing drop she leans forward and grabs onto the whole <laughs> the handlebar <laughs> and then and then i saw the one drop right in front of us which is the one that drops like seconds before we drop that's when i like i was like uh oh and then i grabbed on uh, <laughs> and then you drop and then and you th- drop but you drop with it's like it's so well done it's coordinated with the screen so it to show that you're in one of these escape pods and you're dropping out and yep. then you're flying forward the drop is not a severe drop i mean it's, it's not it's, it's not, not it's, no. i'd say it's like maybe 
I don't know, maybe a quarter of Tower of Terror. Not, you know? But it's not severe. It's not real fast. It's just kind of, it's just enough to make you feel like, oh, I'm dropping out of this ship. And then, yes. Yeah. And it's a, it, you know, and then you, and then you take off, you fly home and then you're flying. Um, and then you kind of crash land on this planet back home. And the, the planet you, you left from, is it the, the same planet you left from? Yeah. When you get home, you still, you see the, it's the same base that you left from. Okay. Yeah. Cause it looks different. Like you, you like kind of crashed into like this, what looks like one of those old like ships that Ray was like mining at the beginning of, um, the first, um, What's the, the what when you first meet Ray? What movie was that? The Last Jedi. No, The uh, Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. So in that one, remember in the beginning, she's trying to get earn money for food. Yeah. Oh so right, you go through an old ship. Yeah. Old ships like mining for stuff, and um, that's kind of what it felt like we crashed into, and and you are so you crash in and then crash and then they take you and you go outside again. So you're outside. That was really surprising i didn't expect to be back outdoors again yeah so they took you back outdoors your again. car is going and you're outside and you're seeing and the daylight again and yeah. it was like oh and i didn't know we were like back Lieutenant outside Beck's right there yeah. and he just he's in an escape pod and he just crash landed too um and um lieutenant beck such a weird name for that yeah guy. the admiral akbar guy the other thing i wanted to say too is that i was watching another youtube video where the people that were on it actually went on it at night and they um they so they crash landed at night that's this is a great touch great attention to detail yeah such an attention to detail so the you know the escape pod drops out and then it goes to this to the planet and when you crash land on the planet it's night in the video too so like when you go outside and it's night it's all consistent so they don't break the immersion and at it all it must have been the same in the beginning too if you go on it at night when you're in in the um in the transport and you're looking out the windows i'm sure those windows oh, were right. night it didn't too it didn't occur to me to, to look for that you yeah. know what i mean well we it wasn't we didn't night. know then yeah. it was it was kind of like dusky i guess when we got on no it was day i mean we got on it at like 5 4 Oof. 445 you know i don't think it was it was day yeah it was still day i remember our video was still daytime yeah yeah so um i I mean i just can't even begin to tell you how mind-blowing i felt like we all looked around looked at each other like what the heck was that like what was that they just like our our son jumps out like i said earlier he goes that was the best ride ever and he's like the same kid who Got off of Seven Dwarves Mine Train With, right after it opened, and it. that wasn't worth it after waiting ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, it, you know. And the the fact the fact that he said that it broke his brain. And he's like that ride broke my brain. I, uh, and we you we said this earlier too. Like, man, what a time to be alive to yeah. experience something like this it, as a theme park ride to be immersed in the world. And I know that Harry Potter was very similar to that because it's, they had did a great job at universal of immersion too, but this, this is next level, man. They don't the next treat level. you. They don't treat you like wizards. I mean, they kind of do, but I mean, they don't really treat, they you, treat like you like muggles who are here to kind of experience yeah. something. This is like when you said earlier, okay, like in this thing, you're like really a prisoner. You're a prisoner. You're being shuffled I mean, you're around not, and now we're really busting you out and we're going to try to right. escape you from the, get you off of this Star Destroyer. And there's just 
all kinds of chaos like, is breaking loose around you and right. Kylo Ren is coming after you and, and there's like some I was crazy saying, special effects we didn't even really get into. Like I was saying before too, like your role in this is a role that you can easily play. Like it's not like in, in you know, Transformers when you've got to help us find the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you're helping by hanging out. And you're and helping watching, by sitting watching there. Watching everything yeah, unfold. Exactly. Right. But in this, like the role they give you is that you're a, you know, civilian Hey, mm -hmm. I'm a civilian and you're, you know, we're, they're taking you to safety and oh, wait, we're being detained and now you're a prisoner. All those things could, they could, could happen. They, they, you know? they really mean, sink you into that role. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. Happen. I would hope not. not <laughs> it in... couldn't really happen. But I mean, I mean that. If you're you suspend in a, disbelief. You're in a role. You're in a role right. that you could easily be in like in, no one's in that gonna, universe no one's yep. gonna have me come in and like you know fix the transformers you know i, I don't have that kind of technical know-how but i have plenty of technical know-how to be a prisoner <laughs> i can hang out and get pushed around by stormtroopers <laughs> right, right right that i can do so yeah. um man it just it just was so mind-blowing it made me think what is somebody if you're a if you're a executive over at universal and you're the you know you're the big yeah. competitor good luck trying to and, top that and yeah one. you've got a new park coming um and they get a lot of heat for having a lot of rides that are kind of all motion simulators or you wear 3d glasses and you look at simulated stuff i mean there's this was the perfect blend though of motion simulator real ride you know interactive, a, a walkthrough walk experience through. yeah it had it all you know it when all. you talk about transformers and spider-man and the escape from gringotts all kind of being kind of similar spider-man uh not spider-man yeah i just said spider-man simpsons Escape from Gringotts is not similar because you're on a track. You're on a track. And the other uh, Jimmy Fallon ride, there's a lot. And, and the Minions, they got so many rides that are very sort of similar. Yeah. And this it takes that. It kind of, if I had to compare it to anything, if I if you had to say, told me you had to think of something to compare it to, mm -hmm. probably the closest thing would be Spider-Man, but not. That's Spider-Man. That, well, because you're riding in that vehicle, driving around, seeing things. Yeah, but you're doing that in Transformers. Transformers. You're doing that in Dinosaur. Dinosaur might be a good Even one too. Even more Dinosaur because at least, well, I guess the you do actually move in the Star Wars, uh, the Spider-Man too, but. Um, but that doesn't do any justice. This is so next you, level. You're moving a lot more. Like I would, I would re re rate. I Compare. <laughs> I would relate it more to Dinosaur than anything else because. The ride vehicle is very similar. It's a you know that kind of same thing, except it's not as bumpy or. And rough. you're seeing real actual things around things. you. Things you can yeah. touch. You can actually touch the things around yeah, you. They're not yeah. just simulated like they are in exactly in Spider-Man and Transformers and yeah those unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. So if I'm a Universal guy thinking I got I got to come up with something to compete Good with luck. this the new park. There's no way. I mean, I hope they do. I'm I'd be. Yeah, it, I would love only, to see someone it top this. It only benefits us, right? The, it benefits everybody. The more, the more that they, you know, try to play that. I would love to see someone top it, game. and I would love to see someone top whatever comes next. Because, dang, yeah. it's 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 gonna be a tough one to top. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. That's all I have. That's our review for. <laughs> I remember shortly after we're sitting over there by Muppets, kind of absorbing everything we just seen. Yeah. And uh, you guys all wanted to get up at four o'clock in the morning again and do it again the next day. Well, the kids more than me. I was like, guys, it's Sunday. Yeah. It's a school night. I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we had a great time. Highly recommend it. Love Cannot it. recommend it enough. Um, we're in our blackout period and right now for uh, to, coming to, soon. Yeah. yeah, to get out there, so we won't be able to get back out there for at least another few weeks. But 
but we'll be back on that ride again. I can't wait. I can't wait. As soon as it opens. So, all right. Well, um, next week, we're actually going to be talking about our year in review. We're going to do a year in review next week, uh, looking back at... 2019 yep. and um then i think we're gonna our take top 10 moments our top 10 moments our yeah. top 10 things that we loved about 2019 and then we're gonna take a couple weeks off we're taking a couple weeks off for the holidays and then we will see you guys again in uh, 2020 shortly in 2020 so we'll see you next week see you next week guys thanks for listening if you like this podcast please support us by giving us a review on apple podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family you can find us on stitcher spotify google play or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast Another, more direct way to support the show is by visiting our website, sunshinestatepodcast.com, and clicking through on the button that says Become a Patron. It's a safe and secure way that you can support the show, and there are different levels, some of which will even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There's also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through on that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Podcast. Or search Sunshine State of Mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com. We will see you guys next time. 